Hi there, it's Dallas Travers. Thanks so much for tuning in. You are indeed listening to Coaches on a Mission, the podcast for values-driven coaches who want a business you're really proud of. The episode you're about to listen to was recorded before we changed the name of the show to Coaches on a Mission. So you're gonna hear a reference to the Six Figure Coach podcast. Never fear, you're totally in the right place. These episodes were just way too good to remove from our archive. So I hope you enjoy and thanks again for tuning in. Hi there, it's Dallas Travers, and you're listening to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. In today's episode, I help Morgan Balavaj design a new course that delivers a ton of value without overwhelming her students. You know, as coaches, we want to give our clients and students everything we've got. And that desire to serve, it sometimes creates a roadblock for your clients. You see, over-delivering is often more harmful than under-delivering because your number one responsibility with any course or program you deliver is to help your students feel successful so that they stick with the program in order to actually see results. And sometimes that requires you to hold back on your course content. So Morgan and I dig into this concept inside the episode today, and I have to say the end result is a pretty valuable course that delivers on its promise. It totally sets her students up to feel capable and to take action, plus it leads perfectly into a bigger offering that Morgan wants to enroll students in after they complete the first course. So if you have a new program or course on the horizon and you really want to set your students up to feel confident, to stay focused, and to see results, this episode is a must listen. So let's get going, shall we? Welcome to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Dallas Travers, and this is the show to listen to if you're a coach and you want the freedom, the confidence, and the impact that comes with a six-figure business. Each week, we'll discuss tangible strategies, simple systems, plus the juicy inner work to help you make more money and help more people. So thank you for being here. Let's dive in. Hi, Morgan. Thank you for joining us in the Six Figure Coach podcast today. I'm so excited to dive in. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah. So um, I know you have a couple of podcasts going, which probably explains why you're in your closet right now. Can you talk us through that? (laughs) Yeah, I do. I have a meditation podcast and then I have a podcast on how to manage your money yogically or mindfully. And I found living in a condo complex with a lot of construction and with a barking dog that the sound acoustics were actually best in my closet because the clothes absorb all of that acoustic noise that bounces around the rest of my place. So Dallas has a beautiful view of uh, my suitcase, my hangers, all of my white jeans. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. I was going to mention you have a few pairs of white jeans there. That's a, you're a brave woman. <laughs> well, no, I stain them a lot. That's why I have to have a couple of pairs. So many. That's hilarious. Good. So you're up to some pretty incredible things. And what I want to do today is dive in. I want to learn a little bit more about your business and then hopefully I can help you with your upcoming launch. So can you fill everyone in? Give us a little background around your business and what what goals you're working toward and then how I can help you today. So my background is as a yoga teacher, but I also have a history in the corporate world. And that has turned into a coaching business where I help healers create passive and active income streams in order to afford to live life on their terms 
I found as a yoga teacher, there were a lot of incredibly intelligent and talented people who had kind of a weird relationship to money where they kind of didn't want to get paid for the incredible work they were doing. There was a lot of block. And especially living somewhere like Santa Barbara, like that just is not sustainable, right? <laughs> Unless you have a wild inheritance or have married a wildly successful partner. So um, at the request of my fellow teachers and at some students, I put together this yoga mentorship program that um, after a, a few of my clients just turned into more of a global thing. So at this yeah. point, I have private coaching, coaching clients all over the world in Australia, in Sweden, in Germany, of course, here in Santa Barbara and L.A., and um, I don't just work with yoga teachers, but I, I work from a, a yogic philosophy where we try to use mindfulness and intuition and really connecting with the body in order to guide these really practical business decisions. And we bring in a little bit of the magical stuff as well um, in order to keep it interesting because life yeah. isn't fun if it's not magical. Yeah. What a service to that specific audience, because I know a lot of healers or spiritual people can really struggle with the energy around money and assuming or believing that it's misaligned with spirituality. So it sounds like you're helping them really break through those barriers so that they can be a spiritual person and of the earth at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah, good. Okay, so what do you want to walk away with from our time together today? So I am putting together a two-hour masterclass on mindful content creation, and I put together this course at the request of my clients. They tried to let all of the work that I do be guided by what's requested of me um, because uh, people had really interesting stories to tell, but there were two issues. Either they didn't have the confidence to tell their story, or they were really scared of the judgment that was going to come at them. Or they didn't have the time and the productivity strategy down to actually get it done. It was like always at the bottom of their to-do list, just waiting to be crossed off. A hundred percent, especially if it's not something you're totally comfortable doing, right? That first obstacle of uh, fear of vulnerability can really make it feel like you never have time to create content. So, okay, great. So this is a master class. I just want to get the full picture before we dive in. This is a master class. It's going to be two or three hours. And then are you upselling them into another program or is this a standalone offering? What's the bigger picture of the Ascension model here? So originally I had envisioned this as a four week course, but in order to price it at the point where it was going to be worth my time for all the work that I was going to put into it, um, I, I realized I needed kind of an intro and my clients needed a lower price point so they could prove to themselves that this was going to work, that you could actually monetize your writing. So I cre I condensed it down to, to that two hours and um, I would like it to lead to a four week course, mostly because I know without that accountability, it's not going to work. They, they need the check in. <laughs> So that's really smart of you because you understand that your audience have certain, I mean, you help people with this abundance mindset and creating money in their business. Of course, there are uh, obstacles to overcome around money in the beginning, but also by offering this shorter course in the beginning, the masterclass, you're helping them ease in to that bigger commitment of a four-week program. So super smart. Okay. So what are your concerns around the delivery and the structure of the masterclass? In other words, how can I help you make this super successful? 
So my tendency is I, I want to give a, I want to give them all. I want to give them everything I've ever learned about writing, about monetizing content. I want to be like, yeah, we, we can do 15 years of copy editing and freelance writing and, and I can give you everything in two hours. So I need to narrow down the focus to what's actually going to be the most impactful and the most actionable during the time that I have them. And also what's going to leave that little seedling of like, oh, I need to keep working on this with you. <laughs> with yes. Me. Yes. I'm so glad you have this awareness because a mistake I see a lot of coaches make, whether that's with an intro class like this or even like a free five-day challenge or even a webinar is we're coaches. We want to help and we're most comfortable really serving. So we think the more we give, the more valuable it is to people. But often what happens is we overwhelm people and now they do not believe that they can be successful, right? I took this two-hour class with Morgan and I'm already overwhelmed. I'm not ready for the four-week program. So it can be uncomfortable, but we have to, in a lot of ways, under-deliver in order to serve the number one goal with any sort of introductory program, which is to help your students and clients believe in themselves so that they can invest at a bigger level. Um, yes, it's more revenue for your business, but that's where they're going to get the big transformation, right? Good. All right. So let's walk through, let's get really clear on the most important takeaway for this program. And then, then if there's time, maybe we can look at some of your marketing. Okay. So tell me what you're thinking in terms of the key takeaway. If I, if, you could only have your students walk away with one tangible gem from this masterclass, what would it be? I would want them to have the ability to, within 10 minutes, write a social media post that is going to make them money. Great. So what external obstacles do you have to help me, the yoga teacher, overcome in order to book, in order to write a social, a monetizable social post in 10 minutes or less? I'm also going to ask you about the internal obstacles. Are you clear on what I mean when I say both of those? Um, well, I think so, but why don't you clarify? Sure. Yeah. So something outside of me, like I don't have time or I don't know how to write in a concise way or I get weird about a call to action. An internal obstacle could be that stuff you talked about earlier. Like, I, I don't feel right trying to sell on social media. I'm not consistent enough already. And now just to sell on social, that doesn't feel good. So all of the, the fear stuff would be the internal obstacles. So what external obstacles do you have to help me overcome in order to be able to write a social post that makes money in 10 minutes or less? It's going to be, yeah, the external obstacle is the time, the habit of it, um, taking advantage of that productivity and really looking forward to it. Like having this be such a big priority because it's something that you enjoy, not just because it's going to make you money, but because it's going to bring you bigger connection to the world. Got it. So time, habit, and the joy factor. Mm -hmm. Great. What about internal obstacles? So that's that imposter syndrome, that who am I to tell this story, or everyone's going to judge me for this, or yeah, I'm not a good writer, this isn't good enough, no one's going to like this, no one's going to see it, or too many people are going to see it, right? <laughs> totally, yes, 
Good. So judgment, fear, like like self-judgment, fear of being judged, judged, and imposter syndrome. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So if we focus, and there could be something else missing here, but if we focus this masterclass on time, habit, and joy, plus overcoming imposter syndrome and fear of judgment, is there anything else that could be missing from this masterclass? Um, the writing skill, the skill set. Yeah, the writing and really being a good writer is being a good editor. <laughs> right. Yeah. So learning how to self-edit. Great. Okay. That, it, it felt really easy until you said that. <laughs> yeah, that's the hard part. Right. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, why don't you walk me through what, if anything, you're already thinking in terms of the structure, but I would love us to come up with a structure really seeing if we can hit all of these priorities. We've got two, three, four, five, six of them. Time, habit, joy, the actual writing skills. And then maybe we can batch the, the fears, right? And the inner work into one category. So I did in my Facebook group, a three day challenge of, of building confidence. So I feel like I kind of tackled that in that group and I could offer that as a bonus so that we don't necessarily have to cover that in the two hours. It's just something I can touch on as like, go watch those videos and do that thing. <laughs> yes. Great. So when I sign up for the masterclass, there will be some prep work mm. and the prep work will be to review the, the content from your free three day challenge. Yeah. So I show up energized and at least keeping those fears at bay for the two hours I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Oh, that's a problem solved. So the prep work is going to be the confidence. What was the name of your challenge? Mindful confidence. Oh, mindful confidence. Love it. Okay. So now we have two hours to cover four components. Which one do you want to start with? Time, the habit, joy, and the actual writing skills. Oh, we got to start with joy because joy creates the time and the habit. Great. What are you going to teach around that? Um, there'll have to be a guided meditation. I think at the beginning, probably mm -hmm. for, you know, a good five minutes to kind of get settled in, maybe an extra five minutes for tech difficulties and then like a 10 minute meditation. Mm -hmm. Um, so I do a meditation about calling in your muse, which is there, there's a little bit of, of spirituality to it, but mostly it's just the idea of telling your brain, we're going to create content now. This is the activity we're doing. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Great. Is that guided meditation something you would be comfortable? May, maybe with that guided meditation, what you can do is offer that as one of the bonuses inside your paid program mm. because they just had the experience of it. Yeah. Right? And, and that I find sometimes it's easy when we're talking about the elements of a paid program to literally just talk about the elements of a paid program instead of experientially explaining what that is. Yeah. So that's an idea. So if we started the masterclass off with the joy factor, you're going to move them through a guided meditation, really aligning with joy and programming their brain to be open to this activity. Yeah. I love it. Great. Is there anything else that needs to be taught around the joy piece? Um, 
No, I think that covers it. The, mm-hmm. the only issue would be if they can't access joy because the fear is so prevalent. Like all they have is the insecurity. So that's, that's a part of the process of making that observation of the no that comes up when you start going down this vulnerable space of creativity. Right. And maybe talking through some tools mm-hmm. to help them. And so this is where we get to decide, does this belong in the master class or is this where you seed the four week program? Yeah. Right? So inside of this container of the master class, you're going to take me through a guided meditation and then you can plant the seed to say, now when you're out there in the world on your own, <laughs> it's, you're not going to be able to tap into this all the time. That's why I'm going to give you the opportunity to take this further in a four week program where you'll learn the skills yeah. to like put those things to rest when they do come up. So I think we need to really, as we're going through this outline, it's going to inform different bonuses and different components inside the longer program. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. So are we good on the joy piece? I feel good on joy. Okay. Great. The most common and most dangerous question other coaches ask me is this, what more should I be doing? This question, it keeps you stuck scrambling every month to find more clients, throwing a launch together at the very last minute, or just trying to put together some semblance of a business strategy from all the free stuff you can find online. So instead of asking, what more should I be doing? The real question here is, how can I do less? Or where can I go deeper? These are the questions we'll tackle inside a brand new class for coaches called the Coach Class. So if you're tired of winging it, second guessing yourself at every turn, or working way too hard to keep your business running, the Coach Class could just change your life. Go to watchthecoachclass.com right now to grab your free spot inside this special webinar. You know, there is an easier path to six figures and the Coach Class will show it to you. Registration is open this week. So again, the URL is watchthecoachclass.com. I will see you over there. Which one do you want to look at next? Writing skills, habits, time. Um, the habit creates the writing skill and the habit is created by making the time. So I'm going to say that just the productivity hack to make the time is going to be the okay. next. Great. And are you clear on what you'll teach in that portion? So this is where it's going to depend a little bit on who's in the masterclass with me, because this is where I'm going to ask, like, what's your block? Is it your ADD that's like you just can't sit down and focus? Is it your family that you can't get any time to yourself? So it's, you know, basically going to all come down to when is your most creative time? You need to protect that space as a sacred space, whether that's four in the morning before your family gets up or, you know, 2 a.m. because that's when your energy is high or whenever your muse is with you. Or if it's going to be different every day, finding a way to set a timer on your phone or have a reminder or have like a habit tracker, you know, that laundry list of ideas of why, why can't you do, why aren't you doing this? Okay. Here's what we're going to do specifically for that personality type. Got it. Okay. So I want to make sure I understand because this is an area where we could easily overwhelm people by giving them too many choices. Mm -hmm. So what I think I heard you say was, you, Morgan, you've got a lot of different hacks and tools and routines and resources. You, during this time piece, you're going to essentially coach a few volunteers mm-hmm. to help them identify when they're most creative. 
when their muse is most alive and based on those coaching sessions offer up one tangible tool, resource, or habit for those individual people. Mm -hmm. Great. And then I would leave it there. Okay. The last thing you want to do with someone who feels like this is uncomfortable and I already don't have time is give them too much research to do, too many choices. Yeah. So I think we can just trust that the right volunteers will show up. You Mm -hmm. have all of the tools you need to serve those people. Mm -hmm. And so maybe we can carve out, what, time for three volunteers? Yeah. Yeah, I would say like 20 to 25 minutes um, gives people like, you know, less than 10 minutes. I think we can dig into it (laughs) depending on how talkative they're feeling. Yeah, great. So maybe we'll do up to three volunteers. Mm -hmm. What I would also recommend is offering up one tried and true time I'm saying time management, and that's not really what we're talking about here, but for because I can't think of a better term, right? One tool that you could also teach to everyone. Yeah, and that's accountability. Have someone mm-hmm. who's waiting for it. Yeah. And let that person, if need be, send it to me. I'm going to be waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. Great. Just a li- enough public shaming to get you into action, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great. Okay, so we're going to begin this masterclass with prep work around confidence. Then we're going to move into setting the stage, talking about the joy factor. You'll teach around why that's important and take people through a guided meditation. They're going to get a recording of that as a bonus when they join the four-week program. Then we're going to move into time. You're going to coach up to three volunteers, and depending on their personalities and their their needs, you'll give them appropriate resources. You'll also teach the accountability piece for the group. What is going to be the concrete action item for your students around time? So part of one of the bonuses I'm offering is the opportunity to have me copy edit one of their posts. And Mm -hmm. so it's going to be, if you can get it to me in the next week, if it's beyond a week, I'm not helping you. Got it. Good. So their action item is to uh, take er at the end of class, right? They take everything that they've learned and they get your expert eyes on one of their pieces of content. Great. I like it. And I would, if it resonates, perhaps they can choose one time tool that they're going to practice for the next 21 days or seven days or whatever time frame you recommend. Mm-hmm. So that this feels, so these, these are the tiny little actions that help students feel successful and ready to invest in the next step. Yeah, I like it. And they can seem so simple and almost obvious. Like, wait, you have to, you have to tell people to do that? Yeah, you do. This is how you help them really experiencing and experience themselves mm-hmm. as successful and action takers. Okay, good. I like it. Should we move on to the next piece? Yes, please. Okay. So we talked about, we're covering the mindset in the prep work, joy factor, time. Are we now moving on to habits? Yeah. So how to, how to make this habit? Great. So. This is going to be combining like the joy and the time because that's what makes a habit, right? Mm-hmm. The, the continual action and then actually enjoying the process of it. <laughs> so this is where I guess the challenge would be um, we're going to do a brainstorm party where we're going to come up with just a ton of content ideas and a call to action. 
under the framework of these four categories, like this is where you share an educational post, this is where you share a vulnerability post, and then the two other ones that I just flew out of my brain. (laughs) But essentially, like kind of the four types of content that you can put out, and then just list like one or two words in 10 minutes of like up to, you know, we'll aim for 110 minutes. Um, That'll remind you when you go to write content. Oh yeah, I was going to write about that. Oh yeah, it's time for my educational post. I can write about that. So that you don't have to make a decision about what you're going to write. Because I find for myself and a lot of my clients, it's just making the decision of how you're going to do it. That kind of throws you off track in terms of just getting it done. So if you've made this decision right now in 10 minutes, then it's just a matter of like picking the topic out of a hat and going from there. Got it. So the habit then so people will walk away from this training with access to like a group, you called it a brainstorm party. Mm-hmm. So a master list of ideas for four different categories. Mm-hmm. Is there a reason, I'm playing devil's advocate here for a moment, to introduce the four categories and then have the group really laser in on one of them? Mm. Again, there's this that overwhelm piece. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, especially because like I would always focus on the vulnerability piece. I think sharing your story from a place that makes you a little bit uncomfortable is really important. Um, and then, yeah, I, I totally see how that could then lead to bringing these other three categories into this other four week class. And exactly. Like, yeah, that's so that's how we're planting seeds for mm-hmm. the four week course. Mm-hmm. Right? It's also, I think, how you can go a little deeper and really pump the brakes on overwhelming people. Mm. Right. So I'm giving you the big picture. There are these four categories. Mm-hmm. What we're going to do is laser in on vulnerability because that's where people feel the most stuck. And then you can do the brain dump or the brainstorm party just around vulnerability. So people don't start to feel overwhelmed by ideas. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then also the, the call to action. So the ideas for, okay, so what do you want people to do with this information, right? Don't just put it out there just for the heck of it. That's ego. Put it out there because it's a resource because you're going to help someone with it. Okay, great. Okay. So then you're going to practice different types of calls to action. Yeah. So I guess this would be another opportunity to bring people in like up to three people for like, let's get your story and what you want to promote and tie them together. Great. So you'll workshop with up to three people to tie the CTA with the con with their story. Mm-hmm. Love it. We've got ours little. I'm putting my little check mark next to seeding. Okay, we seeded the four week course in that section. We seeded the four week course in the meditation. Mm-hmm. I feel like that time piece. Well, let me ask you, how are we going to seed the four week course in this, in the time component? Um, I really liked the video you offered of the calendar system. It didn't work for me, <laughs> but I liked it as a resource to offer other people. <laughs> Good to know. I spent like two hours making it all beautiful. And then two weeks went by and I was like, I hate this. This is not working. <laughs> But how it would work for someone else. Mm-hmm. So I think offering a bonus of like, here are some other resources. Obviously, I'm not going to link to your video, but like some some other resources in terms of how to schedule your life that might work better for your personality type. Got it. So what I'm hearing you say is inside of the program, a curated list of resources 
to help everyone find a time management tool that really is a match for their personality. Right. Right. Okay, cool. We're just making a course here. I love it. Is there anything else, Morgan, around the habit piece that you want to include in the masterclass? Um, just tying it back to joy. If, if you're not enjoying the process of it, it's just going to suck. So you've got to find that process. Like for me, it's walking on the beach with my dog in the morning. I'm doing my content on my phone. If I try to sit down at a desk and do it, there's just nothing. I'm, I'm doing errands at my desk. I'm doing work at my desk. I'm not being creative. Right. So I'm making sure mm-hmm. to set that setting in a place that it's sustainable. And also actually, this is a good point. Um, Setting the location so that the brain learns this is where we create. Yeah. That, that helps create that habit. So making sure it's the same location every week. This could be too much, but okay. what do you think of this idea? I, I'm looking for tangible actions with each step as well. Mm-hmm. So the tangible action, action with time, and this is going to be the through line because it, it will always connect back to those seven days they have to send their content to you, right? Mm-hmm. But what if for the habit, they, their assignment is this week before they send their content to you to test drive three different creativity locations that they can turn into their habitual like, content creation space mm-hmm. just so that they can have the experience of what is that, what is that like to test it? Like forcing them to like for, I'm always at this desk, right? What would it be like if I, if I mixed that up when I was using a different part of my brain? I don't know. How does that feel for you? I like it. I, I mean, I just immediately had a million ideas about how to make that work. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think without giving them those million ideas, um, allowing that as an action item of, yeah, try try this three different ways and see which one works the best. I think that comparison is really powerful. Yeah, that could be great. Another simple action item would be are you, is there a group thread or a Facebook group or somewhere where the whole group is staying connected while the registration is open for the four week program? Uh, I haven't decided yet. When I did my last course, they didn't want a group. It was going to be too much, but mm-hmm. with writing, it may make sense to have a, a small group because we can promote each other more effectively. Yeah, maybe. Oh, cause, or just some form of accountability mm-hmm. where they're going to all share where their creativity zone is. Mm. So that's another consideration. Again, a quick and easy win. Yeah, actually, I have Kajabi, so they can even just leave comments on the course. Yeah, um, great. That spot. They can interact with each other on there. Yeah. If the group decides Facebook isn't a thing or energetically, yeah. I just don't want to deal with it. <laughs> another fa- Facebook group, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. So I want, yeah, I'm really thinking, and maybe that's just a commitment Let's make this simple and have them feel successful at the end of the masterclass, Mm -hmm. right? Where they're like committing to the, maybe the action class or action step is you're going to pick a different spot from what you've tried, from where you've tried to do this work before. And you're going to tell us what it is. And that's where you're going to do your work this week. See how that goes. So that's concrete and something that they can commit to during the actual masterclass. Um, yeah, that's great because for the, the mindful confidence challenge, I had them take a selfie at their one location. So that'll be a good callback of like, yep. okay, pick your one location. Now go try another one and see how it feels. That's a good, good tie in. Okay, great. Good. So now we're at this fourth piece, which is writing skills. 
So I can't spend too much time on this because I only have one piece of advice, which is you have to read a lot in order to write well. That is, I think, the most effective way is to see what other people have done and to see how they've done it better. And I'll have a book recommendation. Um, Stephen King's On Writing, I think, is an excellent primer on how to develop the habits to become a writer. And then just to remind everyone, like, okay, when you write, you throw away 90% of what you write. (laughs) Only the 10% gets shown to the public. So let that be part of the joy of the process in terms of giving yourself space to edit. And also, if you have a reader in your life that you trust, have them read all your stuff. Get someone else's feedback on it. Um, But that's only if you have someone whose reading skills you trust, not just that you like them and trust them, but that you actually trust (laughs) their their taste in in writing. Um, Yeah, it's hard to go into the strategy of writing skills for the internet. And that's where it's going to lead into the four-week course because that's where we really hone in on like, okay, this is why you have to put a space after every sentence, even though grammatically that's madness. This is why we don't use big words in this way unless you're going for some sort of impact and you would change the font and you know, you go into the, the style of, of writing online. But mm-hmm. that is going to be way too much for a two-hour workshop. So essentially, it's just going to be read more. Give yourself time every day, even if it's just one page read something that someone else has written, underline the sentences that strike you or write them in another place or put them in your phone and just read those, read those things over and over again. Um, because that's, that's how you write well is by learning from other people who have written well. I hear what you're saying and I would leave this masterclass dissatisfied. Mm, If it just, okay, you want to get to writing skills? Great. Read more. Yeah. So how can we take that idea, keep it simple, but build enough structure around it so I feel like there's a, an action for me to take other than go out there and read? So mm-hmm. let's, let's break the process down to make it feel more concrete. Um, how about, um, I don't know. I'm kind of stuck in the social media component. So like sharing something that you've read with your community so that what you're putting out into the world aren't your own words, like you're giving credit, but you're getting comfortable with the idea of communicating something that struck your soul. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm, I'm just going to really push back because I feel so excited about this class mm-hmm. until we get to this part. So when I asked you what the takeaway from the masterclass was, you said, being able to write a social post that makes money in 10 minutes or less. You're not teaching me how to do that. Yeah. Okay. So okay. We- um, yeah, that's a tough one. And that's a tough one to tackle in, in two hours. So, I mean, I could show them examples of my writing and show like, this is the conversation I have with myself in my head. I do my meditation to open up the channel. I decide on the subject, whether I'm picking it off of a list. I decide what I want to promote. And then I tell my story. And then I put a paragraph between each sentence because I know it will be easier to read. And then I read it out loud. And then I ask my dog what he thinks. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and then I check in with my body and say, how does this feel? Does this feel just a little bit uncomfortable or does, am I really bored reading this? Like, did my mind go off as I'm saying this out loud? Can I even pay attention to myself? Mm -hmm. Um, and if I am like reading it and I'm like, Ooh, that was a good sentence. Where did that one come from? Then I know I'm onto something. Um, and I'll go ahead and publish it. And it's that little bit of discomfort where you have to like bring the yoga to it, bring the mindfulness to it. Cause if it's like, I'm really scared of putting this out there, then there could be a reason for that. There could be a purpose that you've yeah. either gone beyond a boundary that you're comfortable with, or it's just not what the world needs right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're like, well, I am sharing a little bit more of my secret heart than I'm, I have shared in the past and we'll see what happens this time. Then that's a really healthy, safe way to share yourself. And it builds trust with your audience because totally. you're willing to show a little bit of your light and they in turn will show you theirs as a reward. Yeah. Great. So you do have a process here. Meditate, pick a subject, pick the call to action, tell a story that connects the two, break it up into single line paragraphs read it out loud to myself, check in with my body as I do. Then there's another step here you didn't say, but I would add it. Edit. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah the and whole publish. process you're editing. Yeah. <laughs> publish. Do you think, so I'm going back to the outline here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got the joy factor. Is that a 15 minute, 30 minute? Like how much time do you think it would take you to teach that? Um. I, I think 10 minutes. I think we can get there in 10 minutes. Okay. I'm just, I like putting a buffer. So I'm going to say yeah. 15. Okay. Ready? The time training. What do you think? Um, let's see. Productivity hacks with the action item. Um, I think that's going to be because I'm doing 30. Yeah. I'm going to say probably 40 minutes because 10 minutes of mm-hmm. intro and then up to three people. Okay. Habits. Um, brainstorm party. We're going to spend, yeah, 10 minutes together going through it. Probably within 10 minutes, I can get the, the whole idea out, but the explaining the categories and going through them, we're just going to do one. So I would say, and then the call to action is, um, workshopping, oh, three people to tie the tor- the call to action to the story. So another workshop. So yeah, probably four. I mean, I feel like that could be an hour. I, I could get that down to 40 minutes. I probably only am only going to workshop with one person for that because. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, 40 minutes there. Okay. So, so far we're at a 90, 90 minute class. Mm-hmm. Here's my suggestion. Mm-hmm. I would change this to a three hour class. Okay. Because you can take 90 minutes to get through joy, time, and habit. Then we get like a 15-minute break. Mm. Everyone comes back. And you've got a cool hour to really go through the writing skills. And we'll talk about what that looks like in a second. Plus 30 minutes of buffer to Mm. sell into your other program. Mm. Right there at the end of class. Yeah. And so 30, so you're going to like present the pitch and that's going to be what, 15 minutes tops and then a little bit of wrap up. Mm-hmm. You'll still air quotes here, end early. Yeah. Right. And have that buffer. Otherwise you're going to be jamming through so much. There won't be time to actually upsell, which yeah. is such a service to this audience. So are you cool with changing this to a three hour class? 
Yeah. I mean, as soon as you said break, I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's how this <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> oh, right. We have to pee at some yeah. point during this class. <laughs> we have to be talking for three hours straight. <laughs> yeah. And that'll just insert a little bit of breathing room, right? A little, a, a true opportunity for people to feel seen and heard rather than just taught to. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll have time to sell. I like it. Great. So then with the writing skills, I wonder if you could walk them through this process. So here's your checklist. Meditate. You pick a subject and your call to action from the habit training. Mm-hmm. You, you know, think of the story you're going to tell and you write it. Yeah. Then you re, then maybe you write it, you edit it once. Then you read it out loud to yourself while you check into your body. You edit again. And then you publish. And then you could do partner work. Mm-hmm. Like 20 minutes where you're going to work with a partner, like quietly together because you're working on your own thing, but then you're going to check in with each other. Mm-hmm. So theoretically, they all finish with a solid third draft of something they would feel good about posting. Yeah. How would you do that in Zoom? Would you break them out into rooms? Yeah, you can do breakout rooms in Zoom. Uh-huh. Um, it'll just depend on how many people you have, right? If it's six people, it might, they may get the most value with seeing you work with two volunteers. Mm-hmm. If it's 26 people, it could be interesting to break everybody up, even into groups of four, mm-hmm. right? And it's, we're just doing study time. We're breaking up into rooms, groups of four. You're walking through this process. We will cue you when it's time to check in or share with each other. Um, but breakout rooms in Zoom are pretty seamless, actually. Okay. Good. Sweet. Okay. Do we have the outline for your now three-hour masterclass? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That seems like a good one. I'm excited about it. I like it. And I really feel like the writing skills piece, just where they can go through an experience to see where the gap is for them. Mm-hmm. That in and of itself is such a solid way to seed the program. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's a smaller group and I end up just working one-on-one, I can have them tell me a story and I'll write it live so they can see like, this is how I do copy editing for other people. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Good. Good. All right. Okay. So before we wrap up, what, if any, questions do you have for me around the content of this program? Um, I feel pretty solid around it, I guess. Yeah. How, what do I include in the marketing so people understand this is what they're going to get? Great. So high level overview. Now we've got these, was it four, four, four pieces, right? Mm-hmm. Confidence, joy, time, the habit and the writing or five pieces and the writing skills. So on your sales page and in all of your marketing copy, you want to identify, and we'll just walk through one of them now. Let's walk through the joy piece now. What is the pain your ideal client is in around writing on social media? Um, they don't do it. They don't know how to do it. They aren't making money from it. Right. So it's just, it just turns into this beast. Mm-hmm. Great. How does the joy, so there's the, the pain they're in. What mistake are they making that keeps them in that pain? Uh, they don't enjoy it. So of course they aren't doing it. They're relating to it as a pain in the ass, mm-hmm. right? And they've sort of decided their identity as someone who isn't good at social, mm-hmm. right? Good. Yeah. 
So this is where the copy comes in, right? We spell out the pain they're in. We highlight the mistake that they're making that keeps them stuck in the pain. Mm -hmm. And then we offer the solution. Mm -hmm. The solution is the mindful. I can't remember the name of the class. I took so many notes, Morgan. Oh, good. Mindful confidence. Yeah. So here's the solution. And here's how you're going to feel once you learn this piece. Mm. People don't care. I don't care. If it's three hours, I don't care if it's eight steps. I don't care that you're going to teach me to put spaces between every line. I care about how I'm going to feel mm-hmm. when I'm done with the training. Yeah. So what I would do with each of those five categories, right? What pain are they in? Mm-hmm. What mistake keeps them stuck in that pain? What is the solution? And how am I going to feel once I have the solution? And then right. you've got your super solid copy. Wait. Awesome. All right. So let everybody know, when is this program launching? So right now, um, I have Mindful Content Creation, the Masterclass, launching Saturday, August 29th. So okay. that's 10 days away. Great. August 29th. And then, so I'm just picturing, because I think this episode's going to drop in October. Yeah. So what about the poor healer who's listening to this right now and thinking, I need to take that class. So how can they connect with you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Please, please. I'm going to be offering this probably every other month or so, or every three months. So do come find me. Um, You can find me on Instagram at splendid.yoga. You can use that as my website as well, splendid.yoga. My Facebook group is where I'm most active and that's where I post all this stuff at uh, the, the intro rates. So that is the Splendid Yoga Facebook group. Um, cool. And yeah, get, get on my email list and find out about all these amazing things that I can teach you how to do. Great. So what we will do for all the healers listening um, is we'll just link to in the show notes to where you can find Morgan because it'll be fun. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be fun to listen to this podcast and then see the class in action? Come right. do that. Let's make it happen. Really cool. <laughs> Good. Well, this, I think we've accomplished it. Adding that extra hour to give breathing room, give you time to make the invitation into the four-week program and give people the experience of what's really missing with their writing, I think is going to serve them the best and also help feed your funnel into the four-week program. I love it. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so glad you uh, volunteered. This was really funny to go, fun to go through. So keep us posted on on how this thing launches. I will. And you as well. I can't wait to listen to the podcast. Thanks, Morgan. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for tuning in to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review the show. That's the best way you can show your support. I'd also love to connect on Instagram. So go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode or maybe a photo of yourself listening along to the podcast. Post it to your Instagram stories. Be sure to mention me. I'm at Dallas Travers, and I'll send some Instagram love right back at you. We'll be back next week with another great episode. Until then, keep going on your six-figure journey.